friends. Welcome back to another episode of Your Strongest Self podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Sam Chernock. And before we dive in today's episode, I want to let you know that my free five-day Connected Core Challenge is officially off to a start. If you're listening to this when the episode goes live on Monday, September 12th, we're just starting today. So it's not too late to join us. You can go to drsamchernock.ck dot page forward slash core challenge. Go ahead and pause this episode. Go there, register. We're going to be spending five days together, and I'm going to teach you my favorite effective core exercises for your back pain. I get so many questions about this, like what are the most effective exercises? How should I be doing them? And what I hear a lot is women specifically who have had kids have a really hard time connecting with their low abs or feeling their abs engage at all. They mostly feel it in their low back. So I want to really help you I'm going to teach you my method that I teach my clients, help you connect all three layers of your core together to really feel supported and actually enjoy doing core exercises again. So we're going to be doing really short, simple workouts every day this week together. We're doing them live so I can give you feedback and coach you through it. So again, if you're interested, you can register at drsamchernock.ck.page forward slash core challenge. And of course, that link will be in the show notes as well. I would love to have you. Okay, so diving into today's episode, I want to talk about the biggest pattern or patterns, I should say, I see people make when it comes to working out with back pain. And really the biggest mistake I see is it all comes down to lacking balance in our workouts. And I'm not just talking about balancing upper and lower body days or upper lower body exercises. We're actually going to dive into talking about the three layers of our muscles throughout our entire body that we should be addressing, but that we often ignore. So if you listen to my last episode on core strengthening for back pain, I talked a little bit about the three layers of our abdominal core, and I want to do a quick review just so you can get that image in your brain as we're talking about just kind of this whole big picture idea of how do we create balance in your in our workouts to avoid pain and injury. So thinking about your abdominal core, I'm sure you're familiar, which is why I want to use this as an example, especially if you've been dealing with back pain, have been in rehab, specifically physical therapy, they've probably taught you about these muscles. So the deepest layer, the first layer are our stability muscles. These are our muscles, maybe you've heard of transverse abdominis, your pelvic floor muscles, right? These are all these smaller muscles that are in that inner layer, that inner core, that their job is primarily to stabilize. They're the glue that holds our skeleton together. And these are relatively smaller muscles, which means they don't produce a lot of force. They don't do a ton other than hold us together. They stabilize us. And then the next layer we have is 
in our abdominal core, we can think of our obliques. You've heard of those, I'm sure. You can think things like bicycle crunches or um, Russian twists. And so our obliques still stabilize, but they also start to produce some movement, which is those rotation exercises I just mentioned. So they're a little bit bigger muscles than those inner core muscles, so they can produce a little bit more force. They can get us into that rotation movement. And then the third layer is that outer layer. So thinking our six-pack ab muscles, our big, strong back muscles that often get tight, which creates pain most typically in, I should say, for most people. And those muscles are a lot bigger. They are responsible for generating more force. So things like sit-ups, V-ups, planks, exercises that you can think of just kind of as like bigger, powerful exercises as opposed to the smaller exercises thinking like dead bugs, for example, that get more those inner core or smaller muscles. And so the reason I want you to think in that three-layer visual is because we actually have three layers of core in so many joints in our body, not just through our abdomen to support our spine. So you actually have three layers of muscles in your shoulder joint. Maybe you've heard of rotator cuff muscles, right? Those are the smaller stabilizing muscles. And then our bigger muscles like our deltoids and our pecs are the ones that generate that power that produce more force. Same thing in your hip. You have three layers of core in your hip. You've got these tiny, deep stabilizers that attach to your pelvis and your hip that hold everything together, stabilize the joints. And then you've you've heard of your glutes or your hamstrings or your hip flexor muscles that are that outer layer, those bigger muscles that are the, the force generators. And so in my experience, an observation of thousands of patients. I've been a PT for seven years, and I've seen these same patterns, especially when it comes to pain. So like I mentioned in that last podcast, when there's pain and inflammation, whether it's in your low back or your shoulder or your hip, we have research that tells us those deepest stabilizing muscles, that inner layer, is the first one to be inhibited, which means that our brain just has a hard time connecting with those muscles because of the inflammation. It's like the wires just get, um, there's like interference in those signals, or I think of like a kink and a hose, right? It's just not as effective efficient of a signal for your brain to connect with those muscles. And so our goal in rehab is to reestablish those muscle brain connections and connect with those deep stabilizing muscles and then build on from there. But when it comes to our workouts, and and when I think of all the patients I've seen that have come to me with pain, I'm finding or have seen that there's one of two camps that people tend to hang out in. Either we tend to focus more on stability type exercises, meaning there's a group of us that are drawn more to bar and Pilates, and then there's a group of us on the other side who are drawn more to just strength. And so based on those preferences, we often ignore the other or opposite group. 
And let's just be honest, most of us ignore mobility anyway, but we're going to talk about that as well today. So for example, in my early practice days, so I opened my own brick and mortar practice in 2018, I think I want to say, and I specialized in Pilates. I had all the equipment and I did a lot of Pilates-based rehab. At the time, I was taking insurance and so I was really limited in what I could offer and what I could do. And so I focused on the Pilates stability piece. So when people came to me, we used Pilates to reestablish that brain-muscle connection to that inner core layer, no matter like all across the body, right, that we just talked about. And then insurance would interfere and say, this is all we're going to pay for. And then later throughout my practice, I eventually transitioned to be fully cash based practice. And I was able to incorporate more strength training. But it was funny because I found the people who came to me for Pilates specifically, didn't really want to strength train. And then the people who came to me because they got injured strength training didn't really want to do Pilates. And it's the same with people who love cardio, rarely want to do strength training. And people who love strength often hate cardio, right? And that's just so true of the overall picture I've observed as my year in my years as a PT and observing really what's missing from people's workout routines and maybe what's one reason why they keep getting injured and I really think it comes down to that balance. And I get it, right? We're busy. We don't have a ton of time for exercise. So when we do exercise, we want it to be effective. We want it to be doing something we actually like doing, and we need to maximize our time. We don't have an hour or two to spend at the gym every single day making sure that we're doing stability and mobility and strength. Totally get it. But as a reminder, pain is your body's way of getting your attention. Pain is your body's way of asking you to change something. And that change could mean a lot of things. For example, it could be asking you to back off your weight. If you've been going hard, you've been increasing your weight consistently over the past weeks or months, that pain signal may be like, hey, can you just give us a little bit of rest and back off a little bit, cut the weight a little bit? Or it could be the opposite of that. If you've been doing yoga for weeks or months or years and don't do a lot of strength training, that pain could be your body saying, you know what, I think we're I think we're stretchy enough. Let's let's try adding some strength into that. Let's pick up some weights. Of course, it could also be stress levels, nutrition, sleep, right? There's so many different components. But for the purpose of this conversation, thinking about what in your workout needs to change. And based on these common patterns that I see going back to the two camps, so mostly either the stability camp, loving the bar Pilates camp, or being in that strength training camp primarily, I developed my own method in how I structure workouts for myself and for my clients. And that is 
SMS method. Super simple. I want to teach it to you. And so you can really self-assess and see if your current workout program includes these components. So SMS stands for stability, mobility, and strength. And I'm going to give you some specific examples so you can think about what you're currently doing and maybe an easy way that you can add some of these other things in, especially if you keep getting hurt when you're working out or you have these ongoing nagging injuries that keep popping up. So let's start with stability. So we already talked about the three layers of core muscles all throughout our body. So thinking of those smaller stabilizing muscles like bar Pilates, right? Those are all smaller movements. You're using light weight. Things like clamshells, Pilates leg lifts, dead bugs. Also thinking maybe of rehab exercises that you've done in PT, that I personally would categorize or think about more in that stability piece. Hip stability, core stability, shoulder stability, right? We're thinking whole body movements, but just those, again, focusing on those smaller muscles. Then mobility, not just flexibility. So what I see a lot from people is they think that when they feel tight or stiff, they need to stretch more. So they spend a lot of time stretching their hamstrings, stretching their quads. But really, sometimes that tightness in your muscles might mean you need mobility in other areas. So my personal definition of mobility is more like range of motion. So for example, if you've been dealing with back pain, it's important to make sure you have the mobility or the range of motion in your thoracic spine. Does your thoracic spine rotate? Does it bend side to side like it's intended to? And if it doesn't, that could be one reason why your back is hurting because it's trying to compensate. It's doing more work to make up for the lack of mobility in your thoracic spine. Same thing with your hips. Can your hips I don't care how flexible your hamstrings are. I care, can your hip flex? Can it extend? Can it rotate in all directions like the joint was intended to, like it was created to do? And if not, again, that might be your low back is painful because those muscles are overworking to compensate for that lack of mobility. And same thing too, just a side note on hamstring tightness. I do find a lot that those hamstrings feel tight or feel like they're tightening up because of your hip joint, especially those deep stabilizing muscles, maybe get a little bit too tight, that joint gets restricted. And so everything else around it is trying to compensate. Strength is the third one. So we want stability, mobility, and strength. So when I say strength, I personally mean exercises that create actual physiological change by increasing the amount of weight you're using. And so to me, strength exercises means using more than 10 pounds. Strength to me means training for life. So being able to lift at minimum 50 pounds is what I recommend if you want to live pain-free. Because think about it. You have to lift 50 pounds all the time. You have to lift your dog food. You have to lift your children in and out of the car, in the car seat, right? 
There's so many things in our life when you're traveling, you have to lift your suitcase. And so moving furniture or moving boxes, being able to have the strength that prepares you to do these functional life activities is really what I personally think of when I say strength. And yes, you absolutely need to work up to that safely and build up to that. So if you're starting with bar, for example, who tends to use, in my experience, like three, five pound weights. I haven't been to a class where we use more than five pound weights. That's an awesome place to start. Or even body weight exercise is an awesome place to start. But it's super important that you're challenging those outer, more powerhouse force generating muscles. And that is by challenging them in the amount of weight you're using. So things like squats, deadlifts, push-ups, overhead press, more of your traditional strength exercises. So as you hear those, I'm really curious what you think and if there's one missing from your workout. Are you recognizing that you tend to fall more into that stability camp where you mostly just do bar and Pilates exercises and maybe need to add in a little bit more mobility and strength? Or are you falling on the other end of the spectrum? You love those strength exercises, but you tend to ignore more of the stability, deep core, and mobility work. And I don't want you to feel embarrassed or ashamed if you haven't been doing all of these. My purpose in this is just to hopefully help you get to think, especially if you're dealing with pain, recognizing, oh yeah, I've been going really hard with my strength workouts for a long time. Maybe I need to add in a little bit more mobility and stability. Or, oh yeah, I've been doing bar for a long time, or I've been doing Pilates for a long time, and maybe it's helped my back pain a little bit, but recognizing, yeah, I think it's time for the next step. I think I need to challenge that second and third layer a little bit more. And if you're thinking, I don't have time to do all of that. I do not want to take an hour working on stability, an hour working on mobility, an hour working on strength. And I totally hear you. I don't want it to feel overwhelming. So there's, I'm going to share a few different ideas that you can incorporate or start to think about maybe how some of these other components might fit in to what you're already currently doing. So for example, if you're someone who loves bar and Pilates and you're not as familiar or comfortable or just haven't been lifting weights, maybe you start with just doing that one time a week. Maybe there's a good strength training class on the Peloton app that you love. Or if you have class pass, you find a local gym or join my core strong program. I'd love to have you. And if you're someone who loves strength and the idea of bar or Pilates sounds like torture, what if you just incorporated one bar and Pilates class a week? Or maybe you do two strength workouts, two Pilates workouts a week, or two bar workouts a week, starting to add in some of those other components. And mobility Just as a side note, I haven't talked as much about this in terms of how to incorporate it because it can literally just be a five-minute warm-up or the Pilates exercises I personally use include mobility with them. So you're killing two birds with one stone. We love that time efficiency. 
Or a couple other ideas is maybe you incorporate just a couple Pilates exercises into your warm-up with your mobility so that you can get that little stability work connecting brain and muscle with those deep core muscles before you start your strength workout. Or maybe you tack on a couple strength exercises at the end of your bar and Pilates workouts. Or maybe you do one week of strength workouts, one week is Pilates workouts, right? There's so many different ways that you can incorporate this easily. And it's really all about just what works best for you and what you need. And again, when we're dealing with pain, there's so many factors to look at. Movement is just one of them, but I hope this method is helpful for you and just starts to get you thinking about what might be missing from your workouts, what might be able to help you balance things out a little bit more in terms of helping you overcome your pain. If you love the idea of incorporating all three components into your workouts and knocking them out all at once, I would love to invite you to my Core Strong program. It's a combination of Pilates and strength training, all less than 45 minutes. We do three workouts every week. One, we do live together as a group, which is super fun. We feed off our group energy. That's awesome for accountability. And you also have access to me. So I guide you through the exercises. I can check your form or give you feedback if you want. Also happy to give you any modifications of certain exercises don't feel good. And then I give you two additional workouts to do on your own time so you can fit it in to your schedule whenever works best for you. So it's a group program and it's so much fun. This is the second time I'm running it. I seriously cannot wait. Registration opens on Thursday, September 15th. But if you want to join the interest list early, I'm going to be sending out discounts and bonuses and be sure that you won't miss anything. So if you're interested, you can sign up for the waitlist at drsamchernock.ck.page forward slash waitlist. Link will be in the show notes. As always, thank you so much for sharing your time and the space and your energy with me. I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. 